Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Aaron Rodgers had a press conference yesterday. We're going to get to that in a little bit. Introductory press conference with the New York Jets. We're going to get into that. There's stuff to get into. We haven't Jay. even really been able to talk about the Knicks closing out the Cavs yesterday. So much stuff going on. Jimmy Butler's another all-time great performance in the playoffs. An eight beating a one in five games. We got into Giannis and how he answered the reporter's question, asking him if it was a failure. How Giannis, once again, the like most likable superstar in sports, even in a moment like this. But guys, before we... We've touched on stuff. We have stuff yet to get to. The Warriors, who are the defending champs, are up 3-2 now. They finally got a road win. They're going to have to get a road win in this series to win because they don't have home court. Well, they do now. Like, Jay, to start these playoffs, Max, there were two teams in the West I thought had better chances than anyone else. It was the Suns and the Warriors. You may have slept on the Warriors. That was not me. But go ahead. Now, say, when did I say it? No, you didn't. All that nonsense. The two of you heckle and jekyll over here. Go ahead. Oh, God. What did I tell you? What happened game three? And you tried to push back on my narrative. You said that it was, it was must win for the, Kings, for the Kings. Or else they would lose momentum. And why momentum. did I say that? Because if they didn't get take advantage of the opportunity given that Draymond was not going to play that would give the Warriors momentum and the, the Warriors have taken it since then. That, is, that was the correct analysis at the time. And by the way, it still is the correct analysis Agreed. at this time as well. Um, <laughs> Steve Kerr decided, look, at that moment, can't play Dre. Now we're going to go with one guy who's a non-shooter, Kevon Looney, who had 20 rebounds again last night, by the way. He's been so good. 20 rebounds again Last night, 22 to be exact. He decided to stop playing those two together as much so they can be scores. There could be more scores. And then the next game, bringing Draymond off the bench, they have four players last night score 20 points. Key, when I – I was going to tell you, Alan Yates and I talk hoops all the time via text messages. And there are, there are certain teams that when I watch them play, I just I, – I, I get this euphoric-like feeling – because I'm like, I would do anything to play in that system. And there's a flow state. We know how we hear athletes talk about that flow state. The flow state of Golden State's offense is so next level. And nobody can stop Steph because it's perpetual movement all the time. He's probably the most difficult guard in the league because of the continuity that they put him around. And Clay was making shots off the dribble last night. He was a shot creator. He's, ca- he's always been capable of doing that. It's just when you pick your poison against the Warriors, you would take that. If but, you can get Clay to put the ball on the floor, at least you have a shot. You got him. 
Draymond Green made threes last night. He was making plays. That was a master class on the defensive and offensive end. And Andrew Wiggins is giving you defensive possessions. Jordan Poole's knocking down shots. He gave you six assists, zero turnovers. What have we been talking about him saying he's been loose with the ball? And the reason why Golden State's been in this situation because they've been turning the ball over. It, you just feel this team coming into their own. Andrew Wiggins not playing basketball for two months. Now he's starting to find his rhythm. It's time to start talking about this team as real contenders, Key. Well, I think real it's contenders. Always, I think it's been time. Yeah. I think. You, well, I don't you, think it's when, been time because there's been a lot of question marks. No, no it was question them. marks based on the record on the road, Jay. Yeah. And the fact that Wiggins was missing a exactly. little bit of time for his personal issues he was dealing with with his family or whomever. And at the end of the day, he's back in the fold. But also, when you mention a guy like Clay, you say off the dribble. Clay's healthier now. You got to remember, he was what two years removed from major injuries. That that that's what it takes when you are injured like him. So now he looks like a different player. Uh, obviously, Steph is Steph, and when you look at Draymond, Draymond settled down now, right? He's not he's not the guy that we saw the first couple games for whatever reason. I think that little bit of a suspension has calmed him down to some degree, realize that he could potentially cost his team and himself another championship, he's settled down, giving you 12, 21 points last night. Okay, he gave you 21. He had seven assists. That's point. That's big-time point guard stat sheet right there. And then in terms of Steph Curry, I mean, it's really I – mean, what you going to say? There's let, nothing really to say. Let's, let's go down that list, Key. I think you bring up a great point about Draymond that settled him down. I thought the series was over when he got – when he got the suspension. That's why I remember I was livid about that suspension. I, I thought it was did. unwarranted, hmm. and I thought that this could cost them. They need to defend. How- I still thought if Draymond plays, they could win this series. I picked them the win going in. But obviously Sacramento very live. But once Draymond was suspended, I was livid because I thought, wait a minute. They just won the championship. They, you know, The fact that they were losing on the road key to me was no big deal because really what it meant all season was they have a veteran team. They were older, hurt, coming off injury. They were saving their best stuff for home. They had to kind of self-load manage on the road. And once the playoffs start with rest in between games and the importance of road games, I was, I was confident they could win some road games. But people but, don't look at it that way, though, Max, right? Yeah. They look at the fact that they're losing on the road, so that means they're losers. Right. They're going right. to lose because they're not going to have home court advantage. they got to go on the road to Sacramento. They dropped two in Sacramento on the road. So that first thing, people say, oh, God, here we go. Then they get the one last night. So now, you know, it looks different. Like Jay said, they get back home. It was important for them to win that game without Draymond because if they didn't win it without Draymond, now we'd be looking at something totally different. That momentum completely shifted. And, completely. and Max, look at look at their their last two years, like their opponents, Memphis, a younger team that there was history there. Because remember, Memphis knocked Steph out of the play-in tournament. A couple years before that, right? That's when they started to arrive. When Steph was the only yeah, guy Steph, on the team. I was about at that to point. say Steph was a long range. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that he wasn't alone. But they but were coming. The fact they that were they were on were their coming way, and that yeah. Steph and those guys remember that. But look, Golden State was down two to one to the Celtics last year, right? They are battle tested. Yeah, no. When when doubt. you have gone through wars, when you have gone through battles, you can sit there and say, okay. I, I know that this is a game of inches, 
and how we have to execute those details within those inches will determine whether we win series or not. And the last two teams they played against, Boston not really being battle experienced in NBA Finals scenarios. They have been in the playoffs. Memphis still young early last season, right? They won that series. And now you're watching it with Sacramento where you're saying Sacramento's you're looking at the mirror of a younger Golden State Warrior team, but they don't have the experience. They're not battle. We talk about Steph for a second. Can we talk about Steph for a second? Well, I was, Last, talk, I was that's what I was about to ask Jay something. Yeah, go, you, go go go. I, I want you, Jay, to assess my mental capacity real okay, quick. Okay, talk me. to me, baby, because I need some help. Why is it that I want Ja to go sit in a corner somewhere and get ice cream and some popcorn, but I want Steph to get me tickets to sit courtside? Why is that? <laughs> I. I don't know. Can you, can you break that down for me? Because Steph I want, knows his size. I, I want, Key resents I want court, the fact that I want court side for both games. No, but I, I don't. Key resents I, the fact reason, that Jaws is the little guy who who just plays so big. But Steph's the little yeah. guy too. Yeah, yeah but, but, he, like but he knows it, Steph. so he, he shoots from the outside. He sets. Uh, he dribbles. He, Jaws flying over guys, and you resent it. Maybe that's it. I just yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm like, <laughs> maybe it's the way. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe because Jaws tells a dude. Like D'Lo, you too small. Even though he's smaller you know, than he's him, smaller than D-Lo. yeah, I'm like maybe that's it because Steph talked that junk too when he knocking down threes. He's doing an airplane. He's, but I'm okay with that. But for some reason, I'm not okay with Ja. And I, I mean, look, you know what it is, Key. Obviously, he's a fabulous player with a lot of talent, and eventually may get a championship. And I look, I love him as a basketball player. But for some reason, he just bothers me. Yeah, you know what? The, the, the two the players there, Key. Like one player is elite, elite athletic, in which allows him to <laughs> defy all odds. Right, seeing guys his sides catch lobs over LeBron James, bang on people. You're like, man, it's different, right? Now the skill set is next level, but the skill set isn't close to Steph's skill set who lacks the elite, elite athletic. His athleticism is different. It's more in hand-eye coordination uh, from the shooting perspective, from the ultimate skill. It's different. I want to so get maybe, to Steph, maybe guys. Maybe if it's Memphis, too. Maybe if they – maybe like because if Golden State beat the Lakers – like, he, okay. Yeah, because he's playing the yeah. Lakers. That's what yeah, it is. Maybe that, yeah, maybe that's, that's all. And it it's not complicated. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. want to get to Steph. Steph Curry, you could say, well, I was hating on him, whatever. No, man. In 2016, I thought they were going to crush everybody. Steph Curry was the unanimous MVP, everything, but LeBron was easily the best player in the final. LeBron was the best player in the world, right? Like, Steph did not end the season, the whole season, and you said, that's the best player on earth. That never happened until last year for the first time because he's 6'3". It's hard for a guy that height, and the sport is for tall people, right? For the first time at the end of everything last season, I thought – Yo, Steph Wright might really be the best basketball player in the world, period. And he might do it again this year, Jay, because that title is open, right? KD can't stay on the court, and now they, you know, they're going to have to do some superhuman minute stuff for Phoenix to win, it looks like. Jokic is incredible, but let's see him actually do it. Embiid looks like he's scuffling in terms of health a little bit right now. Do you really believe in the Sixers? The Celtics look vulnerable. The Bucs are out. Jimmy Butler has an undermanned team, even though he's doing incredible things. If the Warriors go back-to-back now again, and Steph is once again the best player in the finals, 
to me, that cements it. That dude's the best player in the NBA. Where are you with Steph Devin right Booker now? Devin Booker on line one calling in. Think he's better than Steph? No, no. I, I'm just saying he's <laughs> – the way he's just played in that last series, though, he, yeah, he's playing it, what, it's setting the table Jay, for an interesting better, conversation. What's the better what, matchup for uh, – uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. No, I, I was going to say, the, the, I still think Giannis is the best player in the game, but coming off last night with the back injury – 10 of 23 from the free throw line and the, the unwillingness. You know, on, on that jump ball down the stretch when it was like a hot pocket, he didn't want to be fouled. He didn't want to go to the line. He's missing too many shots. And, and like I try to tell people, like, this, is, this isn't definitive. This is ongoing. It changes. It's yes. Who is that person that ends up on top of the mountain that we determine, okay, this year is the best player in the game? And that could change next year. Giannis can get the title right back. But, like – that that willingness to say I don't want it, it makes you look at it slightly differently right now, and it leaves the door for a guy like Steph if he's able to. And by the way, it's a matchup nightmare for the Lakers if the Lakers are able to get by. If the if the Lakers are having a hard time guarding Desmond Bain, you don't think they're gonna have even more difficult time guarding Steph? And that's gonna be a matchup nightmare for them, and that leads to them in the Western Conference Finals. Door is wide open. This is what Steph I mean. Again. When Jordan was at his best, when LeBron was at his best, there was no argument. Every year it was the same guy, best player in the league. But this is a more interesting era because there are lots of different candidates. But Steph has a shot to do it two years in a row. When you talk about errors, Jay, that means he's, once you do it two years in a row, now all of a sudden gets to be a new thing. I don't think it's always been this way for him, but he's a big-time clutch killer nowadays. Draft is tonight. We haven't even mentioned that yet. The NFL draft is tonight. tonight. Starts tonight. What? What is the latest? That's coming up, KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Aaron Rodgers introduced by the Jets yesterday. Four playoff games. So many incredible things happening in sports. We, I, for the first time this morning, mentioned, oh, yeah, by the way, the NFL draft is tonight. 
Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider, with us now. What are you hearing, Dan? What's the latest? I mean, I think everybody expects Bryce Young to be the number one pick overall to Carolina. The question is, what does Houston do at two? And there's been a lot of mystery around this. They haven't really let on in terms of their plans. There are people that believe, since they don't like C.J. Stroud, that they would pass on him and take a defensive player. There are people last night telling me they think it's going to be Will Levis to Houston at number two. Mm -hmm. I know he has had fans and advocates in that building throughout this process, and if they have one out, then it's possible he could be the pick as well. So uh, Houston keeping a tight lid on it. Uh, but that's that's where it gets interesting. And then you wonder if, if somebody will try and trade up to three because Arizona would like to trade out of that third pick, amass more picks. They're not taking a quarterback. They're locked in on Kyler Murray. Uh, and if somebody wants to come up, let's say Tennessee wants to come up from 11 to three um, and give them a whole bunch of picks to do it and then take whoever their guy is, C.J. Stroud at three, uh, you can't rule that out either. So, yeah, lots flying around, and, and we're you know a little over 13 hours from finding out, you know, <laughs> What's real and no more mocks. Dan, Indy sitting at four, and, yeah. and obviously Will Levis was linked to them via the Manning signing off on him and saying, hey, he's the guy, you should take him. What will they do if they're – will they sit at four or will they try to slide up one or two spots if they get the nervous feet? What I've heard on Indy is that they're comfortable sitting at four – and and taking the quarterback that gets to them, which indicates to me they're comfortable with more than one of these guys. So uh, anything's possible, Key, but as of now, I don't see the Colts making a move up. You know, what part of what complicates this is, like, the Texans at 2, the Colts at 4, the Titans at 11 uh, all could be looking for quarterback. They all play in the same division. So making deals with those teams can be a little more complicated because there's a sense of not wanting to help out uh, the team you're directly competing with. Then with, what will, go ahead, Key. I was going to say, what do you think Seattle does at five if Jalen Carter is sitting yeah. there or a quarterback, which I don't think, me personally, I don't think the quarterback for them, because of the history, what shows me with, yeah. with Snyder and, and Pete is they're defensive-minded. That's how they won. But Jalen Carter is sitting there, and they need a big, big defensive tackle or a pass rush specialist. Yeah, I think Jalen Carter to the Seahawks seems to be – what everyone is kind of uh, believing slash assuming at this point. He makes a lot of sense for them for a number of reasons. Um, I've been told not to rule out the idea of them taking a quarterback, but I think it could depend on which one is there, if any, uh, and, and which one they like. They have Geno Smith. They signed him to an extension. So if they were to hypothetically take a guy like an Anthony Richardson and they felt like he needed to sit for a year, they could do that, and it might be a good spot for him. But I do think, Key, I'm like you. I, I would lean more toward the defensive lineman, the defensive front seven guy for them at five, and Jalen Carter or Will Anderson makes a lot of sense. Dan, with Will Levis, his stock going up, and we keep talking about the people within the rooms of Houston liking him, do you think all the talk around C.J. Stroud and quarterback camps and not going to things and things of that sort has hurt his stock overall? I don't think that's it. Look, I, I think teams make their evaluations on these guys, and they settle where they settle, and quarterback is a very – subjective position when it comes to evaluations that somebody might love C.J. Stroud. The Tennessee Titans might love C.J. Stroud enough to trade up from 11 to 3 to take him, whereas the Houston Texans may not like him enough to take him at 2. Those are, those are things that could absolutely legitimately happen. So I think there's this, there, I mean, it, it's, it's really a matter of your taste and what you're looking for, and there are teams that have looked at Stroud and kind of gone, yeah, yeah, not really our, our cup of tea. For whatever reason that is, I don't know if it has anything to do with 
passing camps. Now, you hear so much this time of year. <laughs> what I know is there are teams that look at Stroud and think, yeah, he could be really good. There are teams that look at Stroud and go, I'd rather go a different direction. And, and that's, that's based on their own evaluations of the player over months and in some cases, I guess, years. Dan, yeah, yeah. That, that, I don't think I'm, if I'm a general manager, I'm putting too much stock into a, a, a passing camp at all, whether a guy attends it or not, because it has nothing to do with my organization. Yeah. Dan, we're never going to get away from the Lamar Jackson conversation in the Baltimore Ravens. That right. deal's not done, and Ravens are on the clock, and there's quarterbacks that are sitting there. What are the Ravens going to do? Are they going to sit there and let a quarterback pass them by, or are they going to look and say, eh, maybe we grab one? My understanding on the Ravens is that they still hope and anticipate that Lamar Jackson will be their quarterback this year, that they'll be able to find a solution uh, that gets him back in there. So the Ravens' mindset right now is to make the team as good as possible around Lamar Jackson. That's why they blew everybody out of the water with their bid for Odell Beckham Jr. That's why I would anticipate the Ravens looking to get another offensive playmaker in this first round tonight, whether that be a wide receiver, whether that be one of the running backs. Like I, I, they, they, they could make a move up for B. John Robinson if he gets, starts to get closer to them. I think that's the way the Ravens are thinking. I think that's the way they're approaching this draft tonight. Obviously, you know, they're picking, what, 22, so it's hard for them to forecast how it's going to go, who's going to be available. They're one of the better and more nimble drafting teams in the league, so I think they'll be in position to make the move they need to make. But my understanding is they're, they're focused on adding pieces around Lamar Jackson in an effort to, you know, to continue to make it an appealing place to come back to. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL insider, who uh, often appears on This Just In, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers' press conference, Dan, was at 2 p.m. So we were, you know, by 2.30 reacting to the presser. But you were watching. not, on, yeah, you were not on the show yesterday, I so I haven't I, yet a, gotten your reaction. Loyal viewer. Yes, excellent. Yeah. I haven't got, yet gotten your reaction to it, though. Yeah. Um, we discussed it on the – we haven't gotten to it yet today because the NBA action yeah. was insane. And now we're talking draft, but – before you get out of here, what, what do you think of the Aaron Rodgers presser yesterday? Yeah, it had a real first day of school vibe, right? Like he had the fresh haircut. Everything, everybody was happy with each other. He's saying all the right things. Yeah, it sounds great. Look, I, I'm willing to believe that things had gotten stale and sour in Green Bay and that last year went badly and that he's, he's got a chance to feel a little refreshed by this new, new surroundings, new experience. It seems like he's planning to be there for at least some of the offseason program, which is encouraging if you're the Jets. Uh, it seems like, uh, you know, he's thinking as much as he ever does more than one year. And, and I think it looks like it's got a chance to be a good marriage. A lot of things look good in April and May and June and July before, uh, you know, the, 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 the season starts and injuries set in and teams start losing games. So we'll see. But right now, I think if you're a Jets fan, if you're the Jets coming out of yesterday, you feel pretty good about things. You may have a shot to, at the uh, Kansas City Invitational. In the conference championship, the Jets may have right. a shot. <laughs> that one, that one open spot. That one open yeah. spot in the conference championship in Kansas City. They may be, may maybe able to get there. I mean, yesterday was the best day of Mike Greenberg's life. I mean, he posted it because Aaron Rodgers said his name, said his name. Oh, did he? Yeah, said his name. He posted it. Oh, he right did, out. Yeah. I mean, this is where we are. Yeah, Greeny is uh, Greeny's on cloud over nine. the moon. Yeah, all good. Yeah. All well and good. It's all good. Got to play, play the games now. now. Got to play the games. We'll good. see. Jets' schedule is rough. The division's rough. The AFC's rough. There's a lot to – lot to. but you're right, Max. I think they're in position to, to be a very good team. Absolutely. Exactly right. All right, Dan Graziano. Am I going to see you at 2 p.m. Yeah. today? 
Absolutely. Dan Grosh, because he wasn't there yesterday. Oh, so, Jim, Dan, so you're not covering the team, then. Okay, I thought you were going to 2 p.m. Dan, it's all right. You just have to stick around here for another, you know, 10 hours or whatever. All right. Dan Graziano, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Dan. Aaron Rodgers did indeed speak to the media. I got to say, he said something. He answered a certain question. I thought we're going to get into that. K-Jam. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Finally, we're going to get to the Aaron Rodgers press conference in some depth here. So much NBA and then the draft coming up. But, guys, that had a chance to be an explosive press conference. Or as the kids like to say, a nothing burger, right? And it was closer to the to the latter than the former. It was closer to eh, like, you know, standard press conference, new a team, everyone's burger. on their best behavior, right? There was one question though I want to get yeah, what to. What is a nothing burger? You know, like the eh, key, it's a nothing, a nothing burger is when the the consultant firm of Keyshawn Johnson comes to the coach or the player and gives them all the talking points and how to handle the press conference. And after the press conference, we got nothing to really run with because you didn't step in it. Nothing to see here, Key. Yeah. That, it's just an alternative of that. Yeah. So, I've never heard nothing burger, but okay. With cheese? A nothing burger with cheese? Is there was it, a little cheese Can you on give it. examples of like, you know, a nothing burger with cheese as opposed to yeah, a little, fully loaded Yeah, yeah, a little burger. jalapeno in there a little bit. But okay. here's what it is, guys. You know, Rodgers had just evaded a question about you know, he, about like how long he plans to play. He said, I'm going to stay in the moment. Got to listen to my body, all this kind of stuff, right? Then oh, he was asked God. a very clever question. I'm sorry I don't know her name, the reporter. I, I, I just didn't know at the moment who asked this question. But you're going to hear it with the question. They, they tried a different approach. They asked, okay, I know you, you, just, you just evaded the former question, right? The previous question, basically. But did you have any conversations with the Jets, given everything they gave up to, for, to get you, about how long you're going to be around, right? So you're going to hear it with the question. Then listen to Roger's answer, because this is revealing to me. You specifically said that right now you just want to focus on this season, but can you specify whether you were asked by Jets Brass for a longer investment in terms of your time, given the resources that they're giving up to get you? The first part, there wasn't any specific uh, conversation that, I'm, that I would like to share with that. 
Um, again, I'm, I'm an older player, so you know, there's a lot more than just the playing part. There's the body part that comes into play. But the reason I take care of myself is to allow myself to continue to play into my 40s. And I'd always dreamt about being a starter at 40. I'll turn 40 uh, in December of this year. But I, I'm going to be here for the foreseeable future. So that was Josina Anderson, I'm told, who asked that question. Um, you hear how Rodgers answered that, Key, Jay? He, he starts said, he, by he, saying... There were no specific conversations about that. Realizes well, I, he I'll said sit. that I would like to share. Yeah, right. But he didn't start like he added that afterwards that I would like to share right now. It sounded to me like Rogers just didn't want to talk about that and also realized. Wait a minute, I can't not tell the truth. I can't start out my my relationship with the New York media by lying to someone. So he adds that I would like to share with you right now, which is the same way of saying yes. If you're not going to share it right now, that means, yes, he has had these conversations with the Jets about how long he's going to play. And given what they gave up, it sounds to me, especially with the restructuring of his deal, right? It's a $1 million plus salary. They owe him 100 something million next year. That he gave him some kind of assurance. It's going to be at least two years. Well, I, I would. Uh, I know he's watching. Aaron Rodgers is probably sitting in the hotel room watching our show. So what I would say is, I tried to tell y'all he was going to play longer than seventeen games. Tried to tried to tell you. Ah, well, he's one foot in, one foot out. No, I'm going to be here for the foreseeable future. I'm here. I'm. I'm I don't need to address that issue right now. But here's what he I just say can't to you. say it, Key, as you said, as he said, because like, what if his body doesn't react or something happens? Yeah, now he can yeah, say right. it. He just don't. He doesn't want to say it. But what I would say to him is you are now in New York, buddy. And Mr. Kellerman was born and raised in New York sports media. So what you just heard Kellerman dissect and turn it around and flip it and form it to all his every own day. thoughts is exactly what you're going to get every single day, Aaron. So as you're listening, understand I played in New York. I've been in your shoes. You're going to get guys like the Kellerman. He's been on a darkness retreat. You know? I've been on <laughs> I've been on a darkness retreat. I have two dogs named Teddy. They eat certain things, you know, from certain the humans. Things. Kale and pumpkin. You they know, eat, they eat, eat chicken kale from Whole Foods. Yes, they have kale and they eat. Yes, that is correct. But in all seriousness, that is what you're going to get. So be ready for it. Be ready for the Kellermans of the world. Mm. I, see, Ben, I, I think Aaron's going to be chill. I don't think Aaron really cares what people have to say. Like, He's smart, he's cryptic, he gives you insight, but he doesn't give you what you want. He keeps you on the edge of your seat. He knows that his play is prolific when he has the right pieces around him. Like, Can things get challenging? Sure. But for the most part, he got what he wanted. He got out of Green Bay. He was able to do it in a classy way. To a loaded team. To a loaded team that has all the pieces now to win a championship. And, frankly, right now he's in the driver's seat. So we'll get to the season when we get to the season. But I think he's going to have fun with the media and allowing people, Max, like yourself, to dig into every comment. What was he talking – because he has a personality that likes to joust like that. He also made that – I thought he handled – like he gave the New York media – 
the red meat, Keith. He gives when you he sound goes, bites, man. When, yeah, when he goes, you know, I passed that trophy, that one tro- championship trophy. It looked lonely in there. You know, I want to bring a su- – he without guaranteeing he's going to win a Super Bowl, he gives the fans what they want. And then that gets printed in the tabloids, Key, and Absolutely. on everyone's lunch break today and no, everything he, with their spiced ham sandwich or whatever fan, they're man. eating. They're, you know, he's playing slice it, of pizza. He's playing it perfect. He's playing it perfect for now. And and you know and I know, if it doesn't go well to start, and he loses to Mac Jones in New England, you know, on this just in, it'll be a whole dedicated show of bashing Aaron Rodgers. So he hasn't gotten it yet. He's been in a honeymoon period throughout his entire career in Green Bay, no, and he's been a no. his entire career. He's no, been key. in a honeymoon. Key over the last couple of years, it's gotten pretty it's gotten somewhat bad. You've had you've had a division of fans, ones that loved him, the others that, that, that didn't that, want that, him there anymore. That Sixteen years of honeymoon outweighs a few fans and a few reporters in Milwaukee talking a certain way about Aaron Rodgers. He's been in but, a honeymoon period. But he's been on a national stage though. It hasn't just been Milwaukee reporters. Yeah, but I, I get that you're gonna say they're more different. I, I hear you, you with know, New York and New the Sharks. York. I, but, I mean, but look, it's inevitable. Things aren't going to go according to plan. Things are going to go bad here and there. We but just talked about never, Giannis and the journey, right? But if you it's about the beautifulness like this, of the though, journey, and there's going to be a journey here. How you weather the storm is important. But Key's talking about but how you relate in it, how you relate what you're thinking through the media to the fans. And Giannis is a great guy to pick out because they played in the same market. The way Giannis answered the reporter's question last night. After a heartbreaking loss, they got destroyed in the first round by an eight seed when they were the odds, they were the favorite by, by Vegas to win the whole thing and experts to win the whole thing. And Giannis has asked a question that triggered him. But he gathered himself and explicitly stated he doesn't want to make this personal with the reporter. He mentions the reporter by name. He, he did everything in his power because that, look, I don't feel contempt for you. But I want to use your question to explain where I'm coming from. I disagree with the premise that that question is based on. That's the way you handle it. Without contempt for the person who's asking or for the fans or for anyone else, even if you think they don't really get it, explain it. Like Giannis is the most likable superstar in sports that has not always been Aaron Rodgers. And he could take a page from Giannis' book in terms of how you deal with the media, uh, and it'll help him. But, man, Look at look at it this way though, Jay. Aaron Rodgers is is very smart. He's articulate. He's bright. He comes from a, a certain part of California that's deep thinking. All of those sort of things. He's now in New York City. When he when they ask him a question and he gives them all this, you know, oh well, you know, I just want to get away, and they, they don't want to hear that. So there's gonna be a guy like a little young Max Kellerman. That's looking to fillet his ass. Okay? Sure. There's going to be a guy that, because they don't want to hear that. They're not going to want to hear it. That's my only thing is. Okay. Can we talk about just coming back from break? Because I have a lot more I want to say about it, Key. Yeah. (laughs) There it is. You asked for it. You got it, Jay. What should we be paying attention to in the draft, though? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Mm -hmm. during the commercial break, we're not going to get into this now. We're going to get into this in a few minutes. But during the commercial break, Key, you brought up a great question. Let's not answer it now. But we'll throw it out there, 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776. If Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl with the Jets, is he on the this Mount— This year? Sure. This year or just sure. over, no, said, well, no, over his team? Let's I talk about this year. year. Okay. Is he within the next, you know, in, you know by, by if he February, wins is he on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks? Is in he the, on the, the Mount Rushmore the of quarterbacks? Of History of the NFL, Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks. If he wins a Super Bowl with the Jets this year, that's coming up 888-SAY-ESPN. We're not answering that, though. We're not answering it at the moment, but I think it's a fantastic question. 729-8776. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Key? I have no idea where we're at right now. Well, I I just wanted to throw that out there because we were talking about it during the commercial break. I think it's a great question. The final mock drafts from Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay. Key, what are you what are you paying attention to here? Got it. I found it run. I found it on the rundown. I was trying to figure it out. Um, what are you laughing, Jay? I was. I was trying to because we. You, want, you know. You want me to go have, through the top five picks for each? No, no. I, you mean picks on the mock draft? No, no. Top five. Yeah, mocks. Mel Kiper and Todd yeah, McShay both had can. their final mock. Mock. So, 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 uh, uh, Mel got Bryce Young going to Alabama. Going to. Panthers. So sorry, going to Panthers from Alabama, going to the Panthers. <laughs> Speaking of Alabama, Will Anderson going to the Texans, okay. right? So you got the defensive, the, the, the pass rusher, and everything. C.J. Stroud, Ohio State, going mm-hmm. to the Titans. He has a mock trade with the with the Cardinals. The Colts taking Will Levis four at quarterback, and the Seahawks taking Jalen Carter, maybe the best player in the draft uh, out of Georgia, fifth. McShea yeah. also has Bryce Young going to the Panthers. Okay. Has Tyree Wilson and not Will Anderson Jr. going to the Texans. So also a defensive player, a, a, a pass rusher. The Titans also in a mock trade with the Cardinals getting C.J. Stroud. So, so one in three lined up, line up for Kuyper and McShea. Will Levis also going to the Colts. So one, three, and five line up. But then the Seahawks taking Anthony Richardson and not Jalen Carter uh, out of Florida to, to be their quarterback of the future. What do you, what do you see there, Key? I take Mel's mock draft before I take Todd's. It lines up perfectly with what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Bryce Young at one to the Carolina Panthers. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Will Anderson at two to the Texans. I'm thinking trade out. Now, whether or not it's Tennessee or the Raiders or somebody going up, C.J. Stroud at three. 
and I'm thinking Will Levis drops in Indy perfect for Indy. It reminds them of what they want in a quarterback. They had Andrew Luck. They had Peyton Manning that they drafted. They 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 visualize big, strong, pocket awareness, tall, hair. They visualize all of those sort of things. And the Manning signed off on it, by the way. And then when you get to five, Jalen Carter, big defensive run stuffing tackle that could slide out in a in a in a three fourth need be to play on the edge at times uh, or in a four three whatever they want to do with him uh, in different schemes. He has what people would deem as some character issues. Pete Carroll has given guys second second chances and opportunities in Seattle when they've had some questionable character issues, so to speak. I see him at five. And that's what they need. It's funny because Jalen Carter, because he got into some off-field trouble, and by the way, to be clear from the reporting, it wasn't that he, he, he was in a race and, and two people passed as a result of the race. They were in the other car, right? Like he's not responsible for that. But that kind of put a cloud over him, right? And, oh, man, his draft stock is going to drop. And there was talk, remember his agent came out, we're only going to deal with teams in the top 10. Everyone looked at the Eagles. Well, they have the 10th pick. They're, they're taking, you know, all those Georgia guys in the middle of the defense. Why not? But, but Key, is he the best player in the draft, in fact, Carter? I, I think it, the best player, the best player in we're the, the most. How about this, Key? Who, who's the most impactful? I know Max hates that word. I hate that word. But, like. You know, do you see out of all these guys' draft picks, maybe in the top ten, a player that is probably going to have the most impact on the franchise rookie year? I would say it would be Jalen Carter. If the Seahawks get Jalen Carter and they do something again at 20 defensively, which I think they will because they went heavy, they went heavy offense last year with Kenneth Walker and company. And if they go defense in those two picks – they're going to be in the NFC championship game because what, what is it that they have to do is they have to defend. And who do they have to defend? Kristen McCaffrey and the San Francisco 49ers in that power running game. Okay. And they have to go up against Trent Williams on the left at the left tackle spot. So you need to be able to combat that. And how you combat that is you go get stud defensive players and make that front seven solid. So you can now get after, them as well as the Philadelphia Eagles that can run the football. And that's you want to be on. able to go get them. Yeah, that's spot on. And this guy, that's why I wonder, Key, if he doesn't go even higher, Jalen Carter. Like in a draft where, I mean, if it's I me. Mean, he could. He could. He might, take, he might go second. I don't know. No one's projecting that. But Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I'm listening to the mail. Much more coming right Max. up. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.